now, time for seafood news. Then we're back. back. <laughs> I just wanted, I wanted some excitement there. All right, don't sound too okay. My water hey. just broke. <laughs> All right, we're back. Okay. Okay. The seafood news. We're back. You can't surprise me like that. Sorry. <laughs> Misconditioned. <laughs> uh, I'm a seafood news staff writer, Amanda Bogle. And I'm seafood market reporter, Lauren Castiglione. This <laughs> week's <still> with us. <laughs> yeah, still hanging on. This week's episode is brought to you by Ernerberry's Reporter, the quarterly news magazine for the food industry professional, packed with the latest industry headlines, analysis, and trending articles. Contact advertise at ernerberry.com to be a featured sponsor in the spring edition of the Reporter which is distributed to thousands of protein industry professionals, including a 5,500 bo- 5, bonus distribution to attendees at Seafood Expo North America in Boston. Make sure you are in front of your customers. You know, in your defense, I feel like the, uh, the headphones are a little bit louder than normal. So Laura, yeah, maybe. Laura who runs the other Ernerberry <laughs> podcast, she must have had somebody who was deaf on her podcast because because I'm not I'm no comment there because they're really loud and I and there's so many buttons that I'm not even sure how to lower it. So I guess we'll just have to whisper the rest of the episode. All right, here we All go. Right. Okay. Well, believe it or not, this is actually our last show before Christmas. That's insane. Yeah. And that came up so quickly. I know. I know. I feel like it was just summer last week. Right? Yeah. And uh, when we get back from Christmas break, I'm only going to have you around for two more episodes of the podcast before you leave me. Possibly two more episodes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, your water just broke now with me yelling yeah. into the mic. So. <laughs> Are you trying to drive me out earlier? <laughs> Not at all. This is It's going to be a, prog- a problem. You know, we have to, like, record these at your house because I don't, I don't think I can do it without you. Yeah. And we've got the equipment to drown out like a screaming toddler and a newborn so yeah, you know our uh, our uh, sound guy Sean he can he can work magic yeah. you know yeah i mean you guys have heard the the jingles and the sound effects exactly Sean's Sean's a miracle yeah. worker but we're gonna have to like audition people you know I think like uh we have a market reporter I mean, Liz Cazzo yes she, she would be fantastic she jumped on here one day so we're gonna have to yeah we're gonna have to get her on maybe maybe Jim Kenny market reporter Jim Kenny yeah if he's got time yeah he's, mm-hmm. he's a busy guy I know all those people are gonna be covering my market so <laughs> yeah so that nobody will nobody will have time but we'll have to find somebody else yeah or I like knowing that I will be missed oh of course you'll I'm be missed gone. Oh, of course. I don't want anybody coming in here that's going to be way better than me and be like, oh, we have to bring Lauren back now. I mean, you never know. Somebody could turn out to be, Liz could turn out to be a superstar on here. I know. That's my fear. Yeah. But I'm easily replaceable. (laughs) (laughs) So so it might be like you and the Liz show when when I come back. Everybody will be happy to get rid of Lauren show. You're ready. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, I'm still here. So let's break down the latest seafood news. To kick things off, the National Fisheries Institute has released their annual compilation of the top 10 seafoods consumed in the U.S. And can you guess which one took the top spot? Well, since shrimp was like most consumed last year, I'm going to stick with that. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. We've got a winner. (laughs) Show her what she's won. So in 2017, Americans ate 16 pounds of seafood per capita, which is an increase of 1.1 pounds from the 14.9 pounds consumed in 2016. And drumroll, please. 2017's number is the highest per capita consumption in almost a decade. Wow, that's crazy. Congrats to everybody. Yeah. No, yeah. we all deserve a big pat on yeah, the back. because that's the goal here. Yeah, exactly. Do you think we played a part in this? I think we did. I, I'm going to say we did, yeah. I'm putting that on my uh, on my review for this uh, year. <laughs> <laughs> I single-handedly... The numbers are there. <laughs> 
it's we backed up consumption go up yeah all right so in 2008 americans also consumed 16 pounds of seafood per capita at that time the u.s population was about 304.1 million in 2017 the population was about 325.7 million so that's that's great so what's the top 10 list actually break down to all right so we have shrimp is the most consumed with 4.4 pounds followed by salmon at 2.4 pounds, canned tuna at 2.1 pounds. Then we've got tilapia, a little over a pound, Alaskan pollock at around three quarters of a pound, pangasius, cod, crab, uh, catfish, and then finally clams. Are you surprised by any of these? I mean, not really. The the top three, you know, it makes sense to me. Right. You know, shrimp, yeah. salmon, canned tuna. Although I think the news story last week was that millennials aren't eating canned tuna because we don't have can openers. Which is like, <laughs> all right, I feel like that's a big stretch. So we might see canned tuna go down next year in 2018's but consumption. I don't think it's that. I think it's that canned tuna is over a dollar a can. And I look expensive. at that and I'm like, I'm not paying for that. Yeah. We were just saying that because we, we had a food drive at work for the holidays and one of the things was that we were, I mean, you know, everybody wants to donate, but it's like you want to get the most bang for your buck. And, right. and canned tuna wasn't, you're not getting yeah. the most bang for your buck. They're small cans and they're expensive. Yep. But, Sorry. Um, yeah. But I, I guess what I'm surprised is that, that I thought like lobster would make the top 10. I feel like just because of where I am and like uh, where we are in New Jersey, like LBI, it's like everybody always gets lobster when they go out. But I get it's pricey and considered like a luxury item. So I can see why it, I guess it didn't. You sound very like uppity right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm surprised the lobster the and truffles have, aren't on the list. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm done being a snob. Moving on down our news list, we've got November 2018 refusals to look at. So total refusals of shipments decreased 1.6% from November 2017 to November 2018. Year to date, there are 61 light item refusals compared to 62 at this time last year. Tuna had the biggest year-to-date increase in November with 203 line item refusals compared to 135 at this time last year, which is a just over 50% increase. Mahi-mahi refusals also increased with 168 year-to-date compared to 126 last year. Now, unclassified fish, tilapia, lobster, snapper, and shrimp are all down year-to-date. Um, unclassified fish had just over a 64% drop with 78 line item refusals year-to-date versus 219 last October. Uh, tilapia had nearly 48% drop with 35 line item refusals compared to 67. And lobster had a 33.3% drop with 40 line items year to date compared to 60 a year ago. Um, snapper is at 47 line items year to date compared to 56. And shrimp had a 5.5% decrease with 138 line item refusals year to date versus 146 a year ago. Yeah, so if we want to keep the uh, consumption numbers up, maybe we should just go over the ones that went down all right sorry. you know okay. <laughs> Good anyway next up grubhub for those of you who are not familiar this is an online and mobile food ordering service uh they released their annual year in food report and the report breaks down the top 10 foods in 2018 and 50 percent of the list is made up of chicken boo boo yeah <laughs> however ranked in the number two spot is poke yay Right, the Alaskan-inspired seafood salad is 205 percent more popular than last year. While an impressive number, this is actually a drop from last year. In 2017, poke earned the top spot on Grubhub's most popular dish list by increasing 643 percent in popularity. 
get that raw fish. I mean, I, I can understand that just because I feel like in our area, it didn't like exist. And now there's like yeah. a bunch of places that popped up that are selling it. Yeah. And it's super yummy. Uh, so Grubhub analyzed orders placed by more than 16 million diners on their platform and surveyed customers across the country on their ordering tastes and eating habits. According to Grubhub, a majority of those surveyed ordered food to their home. The top reason for ordering food was because they didn't feel like cooking. I mean, is is there really another <laughs> reason? <laughs> However, other reasons on the top five list include, well, here we go, satisfying a craving, saving time cooking and cleaning, ordering for an at-home game night or movie night, and family night dinner. I mean, that's interesting because... I, for like okay so like the family night dinner like mm-hmm. when i was growing up that would be like our big thing my mom would be like okay we're gonna we're gonna order like out friday night yeah pizza exactly or chinese food yes yeah. yeah but i mean for me it's definitely that i just don't feel like cooking how about you yeah 100 percent. and it's it's usually after i plan all the meals for the week mm-hmm. i go food shopping and i get home and i'm like i'm too tired to to cook yeah. or it's too late so no, we'll, we'll go food shopping and then swing by someplace on right. our way home cause, exactly because we're like we're like hungry shopping but then we're like i now i have to cook everything and, and yeah, yeah no nope nope moving along the dungeons crab season in washington oregon and california has once again been delayed Citing spotty meat recovery rates, the Fish and Wildlife Agencies of Washington, Oregon, and California said that the start of the season from Point Arena, California to the U.S.-Canadian border will be delayed until after December 30th. Testing showed light crab primarily in southern Oregon and northern California. Some areas had crab that were close to the threshold for a mid-December opening, but many fishermen and processors urged managers to hold off until the whole coast could open at once. Which I think that's kind of nice that yeah. everybody rallied together. Uh, the tri-state Dungeness crab preseason testing protocols specify that after the second round of testing, if an area does not meet the minimum meat recovery uh, criteria, which is 23% north of Cascade Head in northern Oregon and 25% south of Cascade Head, a delay is required and additional testing is required before a season opening date that can be confirmed. Now, all three states will continue testing during the rest of December, but stormy weather is already affecting much of the coast, making timing difficult for any subsequent rounding of rounds of testing. Uh, the National Weather Service in Medford, Oregon, sent a notice to industry saying that a series of storms will produce long-period ocean swells over the next week that will result in steep swells and surf heights more than 20 feet. Wow. That's, that's big. Yeah. And finally, I need to talk about chicken. Uh, more? Is, is that allowed? Is that okay? I mean, I know I booed chicken earlier when we were talking about Grubhub, right. but I mean, we are the Seafood News podcast after all, but I, I just have to talk about this. Okay. Let's okay. hear it. All right. Here it is. KFC, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right. They partnered with Enviro Log to sell a limited edition 11 herbs and spices fire log. And this fire log, and I quote, is inspired by the Colonel's very own secret recipe and was created to deliver a delightful, hearthwarming, <laughs> and hunger-inducing experience. Now, let me add, I already bought one. Okay, can you only buy one after ordering from KFC, or is it a separate purchase? Separate purchase, because I don't even eat chicken. <laughs> right. So I just, like, I found this link. I clicked order. It was $18.99, included shipping and handling. So I assume you have a working fireplace at home so that you can report back, or are we going to do it here? Okay, so I don't have a working fireplace at home. (laughs) But I have a fire pit. I have a fire pit. 
and I was trying to expand. So you can only order one. It's one per customer. And they said this is an mm. extremely limited supply. So of course, right there, that's what flip really it on eBay. Me. So I'm either thinking I'm gonna flip it on eBay, but yeah. I'm also like really intrigued. I want I want to smell it. I want to know if I can burn wood that smells like fried chicken. Yeah. So I think we're gonna have to start like a dumpster fire in in the Ernerberry. Uh, <laughs> I am for it parking lot. Yeah. So uh, if we do start a dumpster fire in the parking lot, we'll post it on Instagram. Yeah, we'll uh, Instagram story it. Yeah, we'll. We'll have like a, we should have an episode. So we had the episode where we crunched on chips the entire time. We should yes. have an episode where we're just like huffing things. <sighs> <sighs> Smells like fried chicken. <laughs> but anyway, I just couldn't pass up the opportunity just because I, it does seem like a once in a lifetime opportunity to, to buy this piece of wood. Maybe we can do it as um, the after party to the Christmas party Ooh. that we're having tomorrow. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to have it in time. I just ordered it. Oh, crap. Right? Oh. Yeah. But right. my, my main point here is that where's all the fun gimmicky seafood stuff? Like, I know, right? Like last year, stovetop stuffing, you know, the stuffing to go to if right. you don't make your own for Thanksgiving. They came up with these stuffing pans for Thanksgiving. And now this holiday season, we have fried chicken scented logs. But who's going to come up with a log that smells like shrimp when you burn it? Mm. You know, where's my salmon scented candle? Where's my fried calamari hair clips? <laughs> the seafood industry needs to get more creative. And I'm, mm. you know what? I'm, I'm down to help. Just as you went through the list, it became clear why those things aren't <laughs> a real, a reality. I need something. Right, I, come I on, Gordons. Something. Yeah. Step it up. CPAC, we're looking at you. Yeah. Somebody, somebody can make something really cool. So, I mean, CPAC has the, the, the shrimp the shrimp to go. Right, They're, they're yeah. creative. Yeah, that's I, true. I think if anyone could do it, especially for shrimp. And they should roll it out at Boston. Yes. As a little giveaway for their booth. So. Exactly. So if you want Lauren and I to brainstorm some ideas, Lauren's basically yeah. going on vacation next month. Vacation or, for three or, months. <laughs> and if one more person says vacation, I'm going to snap. Instead of maternity leave. But anyway, while you're on this maternity slash vacation leave, you can yeah. come up with some great ideas. And yeah, so that's it. All right. I'll bring them back. All right. So that wraps up our show for the week. Once again, this week's episode was brought to you by Erner Barry's Reporter, the quarterly news magazine for the food industry professional. Adios. Bye.